Hey, welcome to the Carol Remarks Podcast. My name is Carol, and this is where I host my remarks on glamour, pop culture, and front page news. Let's get right to it. Hello and good morning. Woohoo! Made it another day. All right, I'm going to get right to it, as my intro says. Let's get right to it. Just in, Putin says he would prefer Joe Biden to win U.S. election rather than Donald Trump. Uh, I would say so, yes. All right, I want to get to this main story. Get to this main story, and then we will work backwards, I guess. Uh, Here we go. Uh, No, 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 no. All right. Massachusetts couple volunteers to host migrants. Four show up an hour later. We really knew nothing. You would think these people would be, like, surprised and a little put off, but no, they're very happy about it. Of course, they do live in Massachusetts. A Massachusetts couple who volunteered their home for the state to house some migrants received their guests only an hour after signing up as the migrant crisis worsens in Northeast. Now, I have something to say, and I've said it before, about the whole Greg Abbott shipping these migrants and busing them and putting them on airplanes and sending them all throughout the United States and how conservatives and Republicans are praising him for doing this. I have a thought on that and I don't think he's a, I don't think Abbott is a willing participant in this, but I think that was the plan all along because, you know, Texas can't keep all those people. Um, so with Joe Biden and his open borders and the left socialist Marxist party now with their open borders and and ship and this is a planned coordinated attack on a U.S. done by our government and I know I sound like a crazy person I don't care I have no proof of this but all I can say is I'm just witnessing it and watching it and of course they're going to flood the southern border so what else are the southern governors going to do they have to disperse these people and put them somewhere else so this is the plan all along I don't think Greg Abbott was in on it of course but uh, anyway moving on with the story Chris and Jessica Stokes opened their Brooklyn Brookline Massachusetts family home to a family of four migrants from Chile after seeing photos of hundreds of illegal immigrants sleeping overnight inside a terminal at Boston Logan International Airport. So our international airports have become shelters. Our schools are becoming shelters because, you know, we can educate our our children at home, remote learning, BS. Uh, After the state's newest migrant-specific shelter in Roxbury reached its 400-person capacity in less than a week, many looked for shelter at the airport. The Stokes' new guests, a couple and their two young children, had been staying overnight at Logan Airport before being sent to stay at their new accommodations. The family is lovely. They are so appreciative. It has been wonderful, Jessica Stokes told the outlet. Uh-huh. It has a picture of this couple in their home. The program was set up for the community members to support newly arrived migrant families by donating money for food, clothes, language tutoring, and even sheltering them. The Stokes were thrown off guard amid the quick turnaround time they had for signing up to having the family of four arrive at their front door. I was like, I have to get sheets on the beds. How many people are coming? Where are they from? What ages? We really knew nothing, Jessica Stokes added. And she seems happy about this. Keep in mind, 
The need is so clearly overwhelming, Colin Stokes added her husband. It boggles the mind that there are so many hundreds of those stories and those people who are in such stressful, traumatic transition. Well, if you would not vote for Biden, if we would close the borders, we wouldn't have this effing problem. Now, would we, Colin? It is incredible to observe on the front lines how challenging it is, Jessica Stokes said. Just the dysfunction is really disheartening, and I know that really well-intentioned people are working as hard as they can. It's a state of emergency, but it's distressing to see the volume. Close the border, Jessica, and ship these people back to whence they, where they came from. I have no problem with that. I, my, no, I have no heartfelt strings, nothing sympathetic. No, send them back. This is America, America first. The migrant crisis has been complex for Massachusetts, while officials struggle with resources for the new arrivals. So, and there's more to the story if you would like to go finish reading it over there. Um, yeah, that's going to be happening now. That's going to be happening a lot. And somebody, it's the new slavery, as Mike Slater said yesterday. People have no problem with this type of slavery with, cause he interviewed, he, they were interviewing other people that were taking in migrants too. And this one lady said, Oh, it's like having a private chef because, you know, ho, whatever his name is likes to, likes to cook. So there this is kind of like slavery now. Imported slavery. Okay. All right. <laughs> whatever. Oh my gosh. All right. We're moving on. We're moving on. Oh, here's another fantastic story for you. Biden orders orders 18-month deport, deportation pause for Palestinians living in the U.S. I read that headline to my husband, and the first thought he had was, oh, yeah, he needs more. He needs the voting base. He's not going to ship him out. He needs them to vote for him. I, I, did, I hadn't thought of that about that. I just... I just thought it was crazy. President Biden on Wednesday ordered an 18-month pause on the removal of certain Palestinians in the U.S. as Israel wages war on Hamas and terrorists in Gaza, citing the deteriorating conditions in the region. Well, did you read that? <laughs> as Israel wages war on Hamas. Now, why did they do that, I wonder? Does October 7th ring a bell to these people who wrote the story or anybody like that? Yeah. I mean, Israel should have put this down a long time ago. Should have put Hamas down a long time ago. Be damned anything else. Put them down. Put them down and be done with it. Um, so he does. He says he doesn't want to send them back because of the conditions. I don't care. Put them on a plane. Send them back. I don't care. Okay, I don't care. Send them back. You can go finish reading that story. It's on my X file. All right, someone's, we're going to end it with this and then I'll do the question of the day. Um, someone's Valentine's Day got a little out of hand. Here's the headline. Randy NYC subway surfers caught having sex on top of MTA train. Oh my so this was from yesterday. <laughs> a pair of reckless clowns had a midday tryst while riding on top of a moving subway train in Queens, according to photos of the apparent death-defying sex act. What in the world? 
What in the world? Oh, my. I see it. Oh, I don't know. Are those, are those two men? Oh, that's disgusting. You can see this picture. I don't know. You. Oh, ugh. <laughs> oh, my God. It is men. Oh, my God. I knew it. I knew it. Perverts. <laughs> men appear to be having sex on top of the NYC MTA train. What is the MTA doing about this? An ex-user posted along with two images showing three people on the roof of a seven train as it crosses raised tracks above the Van Wyck Expressway. I'm sorry. No, I'm not. In the first image, a man's full buttocks are on display as his pants are at his knees, actually a little bit below his knees, while he grabs onto a second man. A third man is walking toward them in the pick. The second image, which is zoomed out, shows the two men with their pants down and bracing, while the third sits on the edge of the train car roof behind them. Oh, my God. You people are disgusting and sickening and just, oh, I, there's more words that are I can't bring to my mind right now that, oh, it's just disturbing. They are perverted. This is what, this is what their community is all about, okay? Getting their little, their little, mm, 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 mm. I'll just let you go finish reading that. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. All right. Oh, sorry. Oh my gosh. Mm, mm, mm. I'm a little riled up today. Sorry. I'm excited because we're leaving to go to Tunica this afternoon. All right. Question of the day. Okay, I'm going to keep it real easy and simple. What are you having for breakfast this morning? I'm having my regular, normal, frosted, shredded wheat with banana and 2% milk. That's what I have every morning. And I'm starving right now, and it's only 5.30. Man, I've been craving pizza, too. I could go for some pizza right now. My team that at work, they're having a pizza party today at work. I'm going to miss it because I'm leaving at 10 o'clock this morning. Oh, well. They had some pizza the other, you know, a couple weeks ago, too, for something. And they got this Costco pizza. I think I talked about it before. Costco pizza. I'd never had Costco pizza before. <gasps> Delicious. I loved it. I love me a good cheap pizza. All right. Anyway, got to go. You guys have a great day. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you guys and girls that are listening. Thank you very much. It means the world to me that you listen and then quote me out there on Twitter and, and share my stuff. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Don't forget uh, tomorrow afternoon, I'm going to be on Keith Malinek's YouTube live chat with Amy and Flinsborg. So please set your YouTube notifications for Keith uh, at the mic show for that. And um, yeah, my name is Carol and these are my remarks. What's that? Who pays your salary? What's that? Who pays? What's that? We're not a democracy.